Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Yay! Ooh, Kat's <laughs> here, too. Yeah, Kitten is reporting for duty. Reporting for trash duty. Yeah, she's she's my most constant trash watcher with me. Aw. She sits behind my head and sometimes <laughs> really loud in my ear. <laughs> That's nice. I'd say both of my dogs are clingy as fuck and like are constantly with me no matter where I am. So they are always watching TV. But Hector, my French bulldog, is like he watches TV with me. Like I am constantly looking over and he's just dead ass staring at the screen. And he, um, especially if there are um, bird sounds, he fucking hates birds. And he will fucking scream at the TV if he hears birds. So yeah, he's like my, my trash watcher with me. So. It's nice to have a companion in these trying times. I don't know if dogs hating birds is like racist. <laughs> it does feel a little racist. Like yeah. what the fuck, guys? Like dogs and cats, sure they can they can fight, they can be friends. They're like whatever. Yeah, but like it's like men and women. Like you know, we just coexist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then you bring birds into it. But, oh yeah, it's like God, poor birds. I feel bad for them. Like I like they just I feel like they're misunderstood creatures. Yes. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what what have you been watching lately, Jillian? Um, God, I haven't been watching a lot lately because there's been a lot of football on, so I've mostly been listening stuff as nice. per usual. But I watched the rest of Sugar Crush Christmas or Sugar High Rush, Sugar Rush Christmas, <laughs> whatever the fuck it's named. I don't know. <laughs> I fell asleep halfway through the last episode. It's been a nice. weird week. But yes. um, we also watched the Great British Bake Off holiday competition. Oh, which awesome. That's my favorite kind of Great British Bake Off because it's one episode and nobody really has any stakes in it. They're just like, this is kind of fun. We're just going to do a fun competition. And no one mm-hmm. like cries over their like dropped cake. <laughs> that's good. I think that would probably be more up my alley because I've watched uh, Great British Break Off and I like it fine, but I kind of like gets old pretty quick for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like not something I can just like watch a lot. So I think if it were just like a, a shorter condensed thing and like like Christmas vibes with Great British Break Off, like they just go so well together. So oh, like, yeah. I feel like that's just like the perfect kind of little package deal. Well, and all these bakers get so like ahead of themselves with their decor they're like i'm gonna make this beautiful cake and it's gonna look like a um, cathedral and then it comes back and they're like it's kind of a church we only had two and a half hours (laughs) (laughs) whatever i mean it's still a hundred times better than anything i could ever think of doing right i'm like unpackaging the gingerbread house from the box (laughs) yeah exactly and then still fucking it up somehow yeah Oh yeah, um, I'm definitely snapping at least one wall in half. Uh huh. Yeah, it's not it's not a gingerbread house without at least one snapped wall. Like Mm-mm. that's just it's got to be foundationally facts. insecure. Exactly. It's how the gingerbread men want it. <laughs> so what have you been watching? <laughs> so on a completely different note, we're going from like wholesome Christmas baking vibes, and I've just been watching like pure unadulterated trash. Oh, I'm here for um, it. Yeah, so I and I think I've talked about this like very briefly on a show before. Um, but I uh Netflix actually uh released the first two seasons of MTV's Are You the One on Netflix. And um I've it's a show that I think is still on. I don't I haven't followed it in many, many years, but they've done like iterations of it. I know there's like a bisexual one now or there was one at least. I think they but, rebooted it last year. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I haven't really kept up with it at all, but I remember like watching it at the beginning, at least not like keeping up with it, but like watching it every now and then. And so I was re-watching the first season and holy fucking shit. It is just like the trashiest, most like, I don't even know how to describe it. It is just like the most dramatic people possible pump them full of alcohol for like weeks and just <laughs> mm-hmm. leave them in a house and like there's like a whole separate room for like sex you know it's like and they're all like people in their early 20s and of course they're all like really hot alcoholics so oh, like yeah. it's just it's insane and basically the goal is there's like 10 girls and 10 boys and they have to like find out pick, find out which one in the house is their perfect match um and because yeah they're like matchmakers <laughs> matchmakers i don't oh. know they don't go into like s- super detail about the science behind it make me a match 
Find me a fine catch. Exactly. That's that's are you the one? So they have to figure out who is their perfect match, and it's just like a fucking mess. But if you're looking for like trash, like pure trash, it's I recommend it. It is entertaining. Hell yeah, yeah. Netflix has been giving us some good trash lately. Like they put up some of the Survivor uh, seasons too, and I think it's like the good ones. It is. I I think there's only two now, but it's like two of like my personal top favorites. So mm-hmm. I know a couple of my friends have gotten into it, gotten into Survivor yes. because of Netflix. No, yeah, I've seen a lot of people. I I follow like the uh, Survivor subreddit and things like that, and a lot of people are saying like there's so many. There's like a whole new like generation of fans now that just these couple seasons were on Netflix because I think it is a show that like not a lot of people like think about watching unless they've already watched it before and it's kind of one that's hard to get into as well because there's so many seasons and it's like what the fuck is it even it's kind of one of those things like for like gen z and stuff like their parents watched survivor like my parents watched survivor that's the only reason that i got into it was because they were into it but like that's everyone now yeah like i watched the first season of survivor came out in 2000 i watched it with my parents when i was eight like Mm -hmm. it's something that i've grown up with there's it's been on for 20 years yeah there's so many people that like what the fuck is survivor because people don't watch like kids don't watch cbs that much anymore when they could be watching netflix or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah it's 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 great i'm all here for more putting some older trash reviving it on netflix i'm here for it yeah i mean it's a smart move on netflix's part since filming and stuff is so hard right now with the rona yeah. like hell yeah give us some old yeah. curated trash there's so much good stuff that's already out there that we forgot about we haven't seen before let's let's get into it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna do something a little bit different because we got two fan emails but oh my god they also have like some other stuff that will be interesting for everyone to hear but i'm like I'm... so excited that we got emails <gasps> they warmed the cockles of my heart oh my god Ugh. 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 Okay, so the first one is called Duggars in Their Natural Habitat, and this is oh, from I love our listener, Jessica. Um, okay, she says, hey, I found out about your show a couple of weeks ago from a comment on the Duggar Snark Reddit thread. Hell yeah. Shout out. My best friend and I have been obsessed in the most disgusted way with them for over 10 years now. I was thrilled to see some other normal people who not only feel the same way, but made a show of it. And then I searched it and was even more thrilled that I saw you guys don't just do the Duggars, but trash reality TV of all sorts. This is what I live for, and I've watched so much since quarantine started. It's so nice to have another means of enjoying it now through your show. So thank you for your work. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah, thank you. I have only listened to your first Duggar ep, a couple of the Plathville ones, and the throwback episodes so far. But in the Duggar one, you said to let you know if anyone has ever had any encounters with them in the real world. I have a good one. Yes. My family lives in California, and I lived in Iowa for a few years, so every summer I would drive back and forth. Last summer, 2019, I went the southern route to visit a friend in Dallas before going back up to Iowa City. And while I was so close to Arkansas, I decided I had to swing by Taunty Town and just see if I happened to run into any of them. I drove to Taunty Town and sat in the Walmart parking lot for a little while, deciding what to do. It was an extra three-ish hours to my already 12-hour drive, so I didn't want to leave without getting what I came for, although I had no real plan going into it. I googled their house and was able to roughly find where it was from some blog online, so I went to Google Earth and scroll-zoomed in in and around that area until I found what was very obviously their obnoxious, (laughs) green-roofed warehouse of a house. (laughs) I put the nearest intersection into my GPS and went, deciding that I probably wouldn't see any of them, but I would at least go see their home. When I got there, I lost my shit. Not only was the not only was the house closer to the road than I was expecting, but I could see a shit ton of cars in the driveway as I approached. Then, as I got there, I saw no less than 50 people out in the yard with their huge-ass homemade slip-and-slide, a.k.a. Oh the tarp, set up going down the hill. All the younger children were running around the yard. Jessa and Ben and their boys were the first I specifically could pick out. The rest I couldn't differentiate, but it had to have been at least half of the kids. I saw Michelle and then who even knows who else but a bunch of their friends. This was like 2 p.m. on a Thursday, so a totally random time (laughs) that I wouldn't have expected anything exciting to be going on. The infamous infamous redneck tarp slide, and that many of them, was more than I ever could have dreamed of. I turned around and drove by at least six times. I will send a video. I will try and find the pictures that I took and attach another email. Thanks for sharing your love of trash with other reality show junkies. Please keep it up. (laughs) Oh, my God. We haven't gotten the pictures or video yet, but Jessica, we need them. We need to see. We do need them. First of all, Jessica, you are my like 
absolute hero because if a hundred percent, if I were driving through Arkansas, I'd be like, yeah, we're going to we're making a stop in Tonty Town, like no questions asked. Seriously, like, yeah, what what else are you gonna do in Arkansas? Um, so first of all, just you're my hero for just like thinking that and doing it. But that is like incredible that you actually got to see like the entire family at um in like one of the like big like that's like quintessential Duggar like family fun there with the the tarp Tarp. redneck tarp slip and slide (laughs) Mm. i'm dying i have no idea why they would be doing that on a thursday but you never know i guess time doesn't really mean anything when you're like homeschooled and all your family is at home i can tell you as somebody who is unemployed and has been for a long time like that is so true i just do whatever i want like at it like time doesn't have any meaning to me especially during quarantine Oh, yeah. Like, God, even working, I'm just like, I don't yeah. know what day it is. Is it Saturday? I'm not working on Saturday, but I don't know <laughs> if it's Saturday. <laughs> um, maybe that's like how the Duggars have been their whole life because they don't have any like, you know, they don't play yeah. any role in society, really, <laughs> other than being on our TV. They've created their own weird society. Yes, they are their own society. They make their own time. They make their own norms. I mean, yeah. that's the truth. So maybe 2 p.m. on Thursday is like, Duggar set aside slip and slide time. <laughs> Maybe we don't know. Could be two p.m. slip and slide. <laughs> That's on their daily or weekly schedule. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the second one is much shorter but very cute, and it's from Jill. She says, "Hello, I am loving your podcast. I'm particularly enjoying all of the fundy stuff, e.g., the plot from the Duggars. Another family ripe for watching and snarking is the Bates family, who I think you've mentioned, United Bates of America, and bringing up Bates. What the fuck are those names? <laughs> yeah, I um, I have never actually watched their show before. The Bates are on the Duggar show, or they had been on the Duggar show a lot mm-hmm. in the past, but they do have like a whole. They have a show called Bringing Up Bates. That's like basically like the Duggar show, but." like an off-brand Duggar show. She's, okay, so then she goes on. So there's even an amazing 17 kids and counting where the Duggar and the Bates families go to the Silver Dollar City. The outfits the Bates girls wear to the actual theme park are bonkers. Anyway, just a suggestion of another way you could go with the fundy stuff. Thank you for doing the Lord's work. And then she <laughs> attached a picture of these outfits. And I don't really know. I'm going to see if I can send this to you somehow. Uh, oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. Some sick outfits. Oh, no. Those are... Those are fucking bad. Like, like I don't. They're so bright. They are. I mean, I, I, I just, I'm like speechless. Like the pattern is hideous. What is with the little bib? I don't know. I mean, I remember that the Duggars in the earlier seasons kind of looked like that. Like they mentioned that in the yeah. season that we watched for today. But like, this is a lot. Like the chartreuse and pink. Yeah, the color combinations are a choice. First of all, they're all, like, bright colors. Like, why not do some neutrals? They will not fight. I'll definitely put this on our Instagram for the episode today so that everybody else can also be shocked and appalled. Yes. Um, But, yeah, thanks for the suggestion. And I've been thinking about that, too, because, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of, like, the next, I think, natural path, at least in terms of shows. Because, yeah, the, the Duggars and the Bates were, like, the two big, like, TV fundy families so yeah i think we'll definitely try to get into some of their episodes for mm-hmm. a future episode but thanks for thanks for your support and thanks for writing in that was yeah awesome. Jill and jessica thank you so much yeah oh it just warmed the cockles of my heart when i saw those little emails come through i was like oh, they love us any interaction us. just like gives us so much joy i cannot even tell you seriously i don't know like I, it took so much willpower for me not just to screenshot these and send them to you and be like read these i'm so glad that you left him as a surprise it was great it was great <laughs> all right all right are we ready to get into the to the meat we're the juicy meat ready we're, we're fucking get, ready we're gonna get into the deer meat the deer meat <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, don't worry. I got that covered in my notes for later. Oh, yeah, God. Okay, so today we are going to do Counting On Season 5. Mm-hmm. Um, well, most of it. We kind of... So the first episode of Season 5 was like... And they always fucking do it. I cannot stand how they fucking... They make like wedding specials for each of the weddings like in real time. So like the Joy wedding special that was re- like attached to Season 5 was released like 
maybe a month or a couple months after she was actually married, but that was before the whole like season of her even getting engaged had aired. Mm-hmm. It's like it like fucks up the entire like flow of the season. So anyway, yeah. I get why TLC kind of does it because they're like, oh, we got to get in here before yeah. the like photographs come out. But I get it, but it's, it's still annoying. It's lame. So anyway, we're, there was an episode about Joy's wedding with season five, but we're not going to talk about that. This episode, Joy's wedding, whenever we talk about season six, because that's about Joy's wedding. Mm-hmm. But let's just get in. So the first episode we watched was called Triple Date Night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So exciting. Um, so in this episode, they just decide that the the married slash courting couples in Arkansas were going to go on a date together. Mm-hmm. So it's Joy and Austin who are courting. Uh, Jess and Ben and Jill and Derek um, go on a triple date together, which is so exciting. Yeah, like half the episode was the girls getting ready and mm-hmm. Joy deciding that now she does like dresses because Austin likes dresses and that that hurt my little heart. I know that comment alone. She was like, "I I just got used to because he likes to he likes to see me wear them." And it's like, ugh. I mean, I understand like. Doing something that your partner likes if it's something that, like, doesn't bother you or, mm-hmm. like, doesn't, like, it's like, or whatever. Like wearing something that you already have and yeah. like to wear and they're like, oh, that's my favorite shirt of yours. And then you wear it exactly. more often. Like, that's, that's reasonable. Cool. But, like, being, like, cause she, and she's even talked about in future past uh, seasons about how much <laughs> she hates. future seasons. <laughs> future seasons, maybe. Who knows? In past seasons about how she hates wearing dresses. And so it's like, yeah. you don't have to wear a dress for him. Mm-mm. You don't. Joy. You don't have to, Joy. You can have your Joy all by yourself. You can be joyful without your dress. Yeah, you can be Joy Skirt. Joy Skirt. Not joyful dress. God, Joy <laughs> is the one the one who needs pants the most. Her life would be changed. Oh my god, pants. yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I'm really glad that none of the Duggars are, like, particularly chunky because can you imagine the fucking rashes chub rub chub rub no i can't like fuck that shit no it's hot as shit in arkansas like hotter than here mm-hmm. and mm-mm, no thank you um, yeah. so also in this episode we talk to austin a little bit and like get to get a feeling for how their courtship is going and obviously it's going well because that's like the only option i think <laughs> and um it goes well or somebody else cancels it for you exactly but uh, we get the first reference to something they, like, bring up in every single episode from here on out, which is that when Austin was 17, he talked with his dad about what his dad wanted him to do before he got married, which, like, that's a weird fucking question to ask. Like, yeah, like, I kind of get, like, <laughs> hey, he's kind of asking for, like, hey, how do I how do I become a man, dad? How am I sure. prepared to become the leader of a household? I guess I could understand questions like that or like, how do I know when it's like the right time or stuff like that? But like, not like, what do I need to do? And his, the dad's answer is, I want you to flip and sell five houses. Like, oh, great. That'll make you're perfectly ready for marriage. It's like you you just got to get your son to do some unpaid labor (laughs) and then he can finally go off into the world. Exactly. Fuck. But they literally talk about it like in every every episode. They bring it up. And he's like, oh, he's on his fifth house right now. So it could be any day now. And it's like, um, but it seems like, uh, and I don't know if it was in this episode or another episode, but it doesn't really matter. It seemed like the way that Austin described um, like these conversations he had with his dad, not only like preceding the proposal, but preceding the courtship. Like he basically like asked Joy to marry him or asked Joy to court him like after his fourth house was done. So like it was like. Like, the timing of it, like, he, like, lined it. It's just, like, it's it feels slimy to me. I oh, don't yeah, know. it does. It feels really weird and, like, very business transaction. Like, you've yeah. paid your dues to your father, so now you can get yourself a wife. Yeah, that's that's exactly it because it, it doesn't feel like it's, like, oh, I love this girl. I'm Like, I feel like uh, I'm ready emotionally uh, to be with this girl. It's, like, oh, no. I I I'm almost to the point that my dad said I could get married. So that I I'll do be it. a man because I've flipped five <laughs> houses, and I'm sure that they're not great. <laughs> I mean, based on them fucking up the tiles in one of the later episodes, like yeah, imagine exactly. the workmanship is not up to <laughs> top quality standards. Probably not. Probably probably not. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole one they're talking about Ben and Jessa keeping the. Uh, baby gender a secret mm-hmm. they talk about that for 
500 episodes it feels like yeah um we really just kind of touched back on everything from last season like derek doing his running barfs gaggy gaggy derek yeah he goes to the allergist allergist and he's allergic to everything yeah that's the thing is he was like um yeah i don't really know why this is happening and then he they list like all the things he's allergic to and he says milk nuts ragweed i'm a poster child for allergies you think that might have something to do with why you're gagging every time you start eating or like do like go outside and be in nature having a fucking allergic reaction and (laughs) If this were any other time in the world, you'd be fucking dead. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, okay, yeah. No, yeah. He, he just was like, no big deal. Yeah, I'm allergic to milk and nuts, and I'm like, dude, that's like, a big deal. Yeah, milk and peanuts are like the two ones that'll like kill your big, ass. Big, yeah. Like, fuck that. No. Um, God, I just imagine him like eating some pasta with some mozzarella on top or something, and then he's just like. <laughs> At the yeah. dinner table, like a fucking gross ass cretin that he is. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of this episode, they go on their date, and Jessa was wearing a choker on the date, which like didn't feel very fundy to me. I don't know. I feel like That's something fair. about chokers are inherently non-fundy. Yeah, I mean chokers are kind of like sexy, like you're wearing a dog collar. Yeah, if you say that pants are too sexy to wear, like a choker is too fucking sexy to wear, Jessa. Sorry. Yeah. Though, to be fair, like, other necklaces draw your eye down towards the cleavage. So. That is true. Who knows? Just don't wear necklaces. Like, if you're not going to wear pants, don't wear necklaces. Yeah. I mean, no adornment. Exactly. Boom. Um, yeah. And so this whole episode, I fucking knew that Jill was pregnant because she's like, no, yeah. I'm sick. And they were, like, trying to, like, secret. They're like, yeah. I've, oh, yeah. She's just really nauseous. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We think Jill's sick. And you're like, mm-hmm. Sick with mm-hmm. baby. Sick with baby. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that leads us into the next episode, which is Spurgeon's first birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of like random stuff happened in this episode. Let's see. Yeah, there was like a whole thing where Ginger and Jeremy were doing their life in Laredo and how it's like oh, yeah. mainly Spanish speaking. And then he goes and buys five fucking pounds of <laughs> mozzarella and tells her to shred it with a vegetable peeler. Yeah. Um, that was one of my favorite things in the world because Jeremy... Like Jeremy's one of my least favorite people on these shows because he thinks he's like so smart and fancy and sophisticated, but he's mm-hmm. like nothing. He literally doesn't even know what a fucking cheese grater looks like. Yeah, he's a failed soccer player who decided to swindle people who are in a cult. <laughs> yes, and there were, and I sent these to you the other day. Mm-hmm. There are like tons of pictures of him like not wearing a mask at church events and stuff. So like fuck him for real. He's earning and- his nickname of Germ. Very germ well. very well he really is really getting right into that that name um, um they talk about their grocery shopping for like a good 15 minutes this episode and ginger's <laughs> like i've never bought an apple before like just one apple and i'm like that's fucking weird yeah it's like i i do understand like it probably is a big adjustment to mm-hmm. go from buying for a lot of people but like is it really that like she acted like it was so fucking surprising that she would have to like reevaluate her grocery shopping for two people as opposed to fucking like 25 so yeah like we know they have parties and stuff they know how to scale food up and down like it's not that hard it really is not no think about how much you eat and like double that yeah and like have two people yeah if you want to have leftovers that's fine too yeah definitely it's not that hard i love leftovers and like most recipes on the internet and stuff are for like four to six which is Mm -hmm. A reasonable amount of food to cook. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah, they did. They harped on about the grocery shopping on this episode for for fucking real. For so long. And the whole time, I just couldn't stop thinking about that TikTok where it's the, like, New Jersey guy. And he's like, hey, you're not really Italian if you don't say mozzarella. And then it's, like, stitched together with this actual Italian guy. And he's like, it's mozzarella. And it was just, like, very much in my mind. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Okay, so back in Arkansas, the Duggar girls are going to a consignment shop to go kids' clothes shopping. On the consignment sale day. Consignment (laughs) sale day. You know, you save the difference. Holiday in the Duggar household. There's Christmas and consignment sale. I know. I remember they, um, one of them, or probably more than one of them, posted um, when they were there at the at the same consignment shop this year. 
during COVID. I don't know anything about it, but like <sighs> probably I would not want to go to a consignment sale shop, consignment mm-hmm. sale during COVID, but yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, if you have to go, you have to go, but they yeah. are a family worth millions of dollars now. And also, you know, they have like within that family, they have enough like clothes and shit that could fit literally every size. Yeah. They've got tubs of shit. Yeah, you know it. Between like all of the like all of the grand Douglets now too, like ugh, it's everywhere. Well, and like they could figure out like Facebook Marketplace. I'm pretty right. sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> eBay. <laughs> That's eBay is for sinners. eBay is for sinners, but you can buy a <laughs> signed baseball from Seventeen Kids and Counting by Jim Bob and Michelle. That is what I really want for Christmas this year. Like, oh my God. that's it. That's the only thing on my list. I'm sorry I didn't get you that. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, Jillian? I just found it yesterday. <laughs> uh, so at this consignment shop, things are going like, you know, normal and everything. And then all Chaotic. of a sudden, Marcus, one of Anna and Josh's, M, one of the M kids, they all have M names, mm. um, fell and hit his head and needed to get stitches. Mm-hmm. And so they had to like charge off and um, Anna took Jill with her because she was a midwife and she can deal with she was blood. a first responder okay that's fine i guess the so they go is a first responder with the volunteer fire department in uh... taunty town arkansas which is the most insane sentence that anyone's ever crafted well good for you for being the one to say it <laughs> i did it guys put <laughs> me down on the guinness book of world records um so yeah they go and marcus is fine but he needed stitches and jessa had to like take all the kids take like 12 kids of her mm-hmm. own all on her own. Um, and they were all talking about how Anna is, like, so patient, and she's so much like Michelle, and she's such a good mom. And that, I'm like, she's a fucking doormat. I'm sorry, She's Anna. awful. Anna, like, of all of the girls, gives me, like, the fucking creeps. Like, mm-hmm. the way, her just, like, the way she speaks, her mannerisms, like, she is exactly, like, michelle but like yeah more crazy eyed than michelle somehow yeah i think together they could definitely commit a murder and get away with oh, it. oh fucking yeah like i am totally unsettled by anna like completely mm-hmm. like the fact like just being able to like deal with your husband having molested his sisters and cheat on you and all of these other things like one after the other like i know your religion forbids divorce but like you'd be separated and just never get divorced <laughs> right right exactly yeah you question you question that a kind of person like that um to yeah, say the least she, she could snap she could snap yes so the other plot line of this episode was that joy was in charge of throwing spurgeon's first birthday party a little late because i guess um ginger and jeremy's wedding was on spurgeon's first birthday so oh, they wow. did his yeah so they did his birthday a little bit late uh, but in classic Duggar style, they wait until the day before to get anything done and just use all the kids to get all the work done. God's plan. God's plan. That's why you have all the kids to do all your shit for you last minute. Um. Yeah. So I don't know if it was this episode or the next episode where they start talking about fucking buddy teams. And I had never heard of this with the Duggars before. But oh, like yeah. Little micro families that manage each other within the 19 kids. I don't yeah. know. That's... Yeah, so weird. basically, um, like, every time there was a new Duggar baby born, like, they would be assigned, like, well, I guess when it's, like, a newborn baby, like, the buddy is Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, that's, you know, needs needs the milky. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that stage, though, like, Michelle's done with the baby. Mm-hmm. And so she gives it off to one of the other buddy groups, which is, like, usually one of the other, like, one of the older girls and then, like, a couple of the younger kids. And they, like, do everything together. And that's, like, basically their parent. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. No, I had always just kind of assumed Jana was everybody's parent. Like, she was just, like, a dry nurse, not a wet <laughs> nurse. <laughs> I think Jana is, like, over our, like, the, like, the, like, She's the mom supervisor. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all subsidiaries of Michelle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, she's, like, the second in command. Like, the, like, assistant branch manager at the library. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like all the other branch managers in charge of their buddy groups. That's uh-huh. how I'm thinking. Of and it. Jim Bob's just like the state government and is like funded yeah. or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm exactly. cutting your funding this year, Jessa. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So now we now we get the Duggar family in terms of a library system. You're God. welcome. Like it makes sense. I understand why they did it, but like 
the fact that you have to have this many like logistics to raise your kids is yes wild yeah like it, yeah it shouldn't be like oh i have to figure out which of my other kids is gonna raise this next kid like yeah no. like who, who took the last baby yeah <laughs> like whose turn is it with the new baby god damn it they're walking out with the straws and there's one short straw yeah <laughs> it's like fuck god yeah no so wild but yeah so ginger was the shopper and now joy has to do it and nobody's mm-hmm. good at shopping or doing yes. anything and apparently ginger wasn't very good at it because she can't buy one apple at a time apparently not yeah um, this whole episode was just about shopping at yeah the it really store. was um but yeah they get all their stuff done they throw spurge in a birthday party and he hates his smash cake he threw up on his smash cake which is Fuck. gross um <sighs> yeah um but it was so funny i something in my notes one of the like questions that they asked all the duggar kids in between scenes was what are three words to describe spurgeon and one of the duggar boys was like curly haired <laughs> good job first of all it's not three words second of all like is that really the only thing you have to describe this person Oh, yeah. I mean, they're hair. like one. I know, but still, you could be like, oh, he's very friendly or he's happy. Yeah. No, but Spurgeon seems like a piece of shit. I mean, his name is Spurgeon. Yeah. But I mean, like, okay. So I think we're going to have to get into the next episode for let's me to go, talk Let's about go. This. Let's go. Let's but go. This is the episode where Jessa is going to pop one out at the end. It's called A New Baby. <laughs> of course. Spoiler alert. There's a new baby. <laughs> yep. Who would have thunk it that eventually you have to birth it? I know, right? But, like, okay, so they're trying to, like, teach Spurgeon how to not be a shitball to other kids <laughs> and babies and stuff, and so they give him a baby doll, and he just, like, fucks it up and throws it <laughs> underneath the car, and he's pulling a real, like, Kim Plath about it, and... <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, like, I don't know. This child has been around all of his nieces and nephews, and there's so many babies, and, like... Yeah. This baby has seen babies, and this baby wants to kill all other babies. I know. He is so, like, he's only a year old. And, like, that is so, yeah, I I cannot imagine having to try to, like, teach my one-year-old that, like, he's going to be a big brother. Like, no. Yeah. Too young to get it. But also, I feel like something's kind of, like, wrong with your kid that they want to kill a baby at one like what has that baby done to them i mean i get it if it's like sibling rivalry sibling 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 rivalry god that's hard to say but like it's not even that that kid just like fucking wants to punt an infant yeah they're gonna have to be real real vigilant once this (laughs) once this new new baby is here I, i await the podcast about Spurgeon like becoming some kind of like crazy doctor death and he's it's gonna be called Spurgeon oh the surgeon and it's oh, gonna be no. like he steals babies and kills them and eats them <clears throat> yep that's that's that has to happen I mean it's basically QAnon so yeah exactly I, mean, <laughs> I get it if if the Duggars are QAnon I might believe in QAnon <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> okay sorry I had to get no, that one out because Spurgeon good freaking me out man i'm gonna have to see this kid grow up because i'm a little concerned he's a serial killer i feel like he's i don't really know i don't really have like much of a impression of him so maybe that's a good thing like he's he hasn't left haired. like a yeah he's curly hair that's the only words i have to describe him um <laughs> but one of the things that they and this they started talking about this in the beginning of the episode but it was like all throughout the whole episode is like Jessa's like legitimate PTSD with her first birth with Spurgeon because it was fucking horrific like it was like three days long and then ended up with her like bleeding out and having to be having to go to the hospitalized and get a fucking blood transfusion like that's traumatizing that's a lot of blood yeah and like that's that was like a literally a year ago like literally a year ago yeah and now she has to give birth again so like she's just Why is she not going to a hospital? I just don't get it. Like, why would you not take all of the precautions, like, necessary if you knew how bad it could be? Like, that's bad. And, like, yeah, you survived it, and so did the baby, and that's great, but, like... I got two words for you, Megan. What? God's plan. God's plan. You're right. You're right. God did not... don't know. They don't. They don't know God's plan. Only God knows. (laughs) And the Duggars. Um... But anyway, yeah, no. She decides she needs to give birth couch another round. Oh my god, yeah. 
Okay. Um, so for the rest of this episode, they do a lot of like Jessa and Ben flashbacks and start making mm-hmm. them talk about each other and what they've learned since they've been married. And it's like, Jessa eats fast. And <laughs> they're really, like, really wow. interrogating their relationship in this. Yes. Um, and then the, Jessa and Ben are real like stoked that they're going to have two babies before Jill and Derek. Like it's a baby competition. So Jessa and Ben start looking at houses because they want more rooms and stuff. Um, Which is funny go... because they still live in the same house, like today. They oh still God. live in the same house. Maybe they just wanted to like get free publicity for the Bennett house or something. I, maybe because when they said that, I was like, wait, what? Because I feel like it doesn't ever come up again. And then uh-huh. like literally they still live in that same small house. But that fucking house that they went to look at was the scariest house. That was a murder house. For sure. A hundred percent. It had like green glass by the front door so that the whole like front entry was illuminated like green. Like green green. It was like the fucking Slytherin common room. Fuck it was. (laughs) And there was a fucking giant pool like right in the center of the whole house. Like in the house. And like the like pit in front of the fireplace. It was just insane. It was like, bad vibes. I know vibes. this was another, like, fundy house, and maybe it's the right. fundy murder house. Like, that's, I mean, they always accuse Satanists of, like, killing babies and whatever, and maybe they're actually doing it. God, I love the idea of a fundy murder house, though. I want to, like, write a book about that or something, because it's, like, a fictionalized murder house, a fundy murder house. If anybody knows about fundy murder house books, please. Email yeah, uh, if you Let have any know. suggestions, um, if you've I'm written all one, we will review it. Send it to me. <clears throat> um, uh, but yeah, it was insane, and obviously, like none of them are gonna want that house. <laughs> no, it's so creepy. Like, why? Why would Jim Bob even suggest that they go look at that house? I don't know. Maybe he was hoping they would get murdered. Oh shit! I mean, he's got enough kids to you know, spare. Over. spare Might as well. Well, you know, and daughters are expensive because they don't make money because they're That's wives true. and mothers. So they just create more financial burden. True. That's all they do. Yeah, all they do. Women. <clears throat> Women. Um, yeah. So then this, the rest of the episode was kind of baby shower stuff. Yeah. They had a baby shower. And at first I was like, is she really going to have a fucking baby shower when she just had a baby a year ago and like get all these gifts from people? And I was like really judging her. But then... They said that they were like donating all the gifts, so I felt a little bit better about it. But I looked at the at the place that they donated to, which let me see what I have the name in here somewhere. Is it Fundies? Um, well, it's called Loving Choices, and mm. um, so I was kind of just trying to get a feel for it. Um, and it doesn't like outwardly say like it's like I don't think it had like any outwardly Christian things. If I am mistaken, but it could have. But it did like have like when it said like services offered, it had like pre-abortion counseling and then like the the abortion reversal pill and stuff and i was like okay yeah it sounds like one of those like places that pop up next to the planned parenthood and it's like you have other options you can just have this baby and put yourself in poverty and we will give you five baby toys and then tell you to go fuck yourself exactly (laughs) um but yeah but use a condom because you don't usually get pregnant again right um so, yeah, they had a baby shower. Oh, the other thing that happened in this episode was Austin finished his fifth house. Oh, and you know what that shit. fucking means. Um, so he goes and he asks Jim Bob for Joy's hand in marriage. And, of mm-hmm. course, he is annoying about it but says yes. Yeah, God. I Jim Bob, he's just so into so his much. own controlling bullshit. He is. He's, like, so obsessed with this, like, world he's built and, like, how much control he has over it. And it's just so fucking disgusting to me because, mm-hmm. like, these are actual people. He's the people. king of the Duggars. I hate him. I hate him so much. I am so ashamed that I share a birthday with him. I want to die every That's day okay. thinking about it. You should just make your birthday a national holiday and tell Jim Bob, Jim Bob, Jim Bob to go Jim fuck Bob. himself. Okay, it's national go fuck yourself Jim Bob Duggar Day. July mm-hmm. 18th. Mark it on your calendars. Jim Bugger. So... Jessa goes into labor, um, and while the labor pains were very similar at the beginning, it was, like, a much, thankfully for everyone, a much (laughs) less traumatic experience, and it was only, like, a few hours, and, like, the baby came out, and, like, everything was fine, so, like, thank God. five and a half hours, which isn't bad. (laughs) Not bad. No, that's pretty, for labor, that's pretty fucking good. Well, and then they get into Jill's 
like obvious PTSD that probably has in yes. Jess's too because she had her baby and then had to have a C-section because mm-hmm. she was in labor for three fucking days and the baby mm-hmm. wasn't popping. Yeah, and um, spoiler alert, her second birth doesn't go as well as Jess's does. And I think that that, and I know that like the birth surrounding the baby that Jill's pregnant with now, Samuel, is like what caused them to like leave the show. Like something about them not being compensated for the birth or something. Like that's like the whole, that was like the thing that started them leaving. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the scene with Spurgeon meeting the baby for the first time and he's like putting his hands on his face and they're like, no, no, he literally like just, just came like, out of him. he just tries to like hit him. <laughs> but also I would like to say that this baby's when it came out looked like a fucking wet chicken wing. <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of the babies don't look like a wet chicken wing and this one did. Yeah. He wa- yeah, yeah, I, I I see that. I get it. I can I can Yeah, I you'll can see, see it again saying. in a flashback and be like, fuck, it is a chicken wing. Chicken wing, Henry. But yeah, chicken so they release wing, his chicken name, wing. chicken wing, hot dog. Okay. They release <laughs> his name and they say that the baby's name he they use um Jess's favorite name. Jessica gets the name and it's Henry Wilberforce Seawald, which thank God. Thank God. <laughs> first of all let's just talk about this name so first of all henry obviously is a completely fine totally like acceptable yeah. all-around normal name like mm-hmm. nothing That's wrong very, with it like, at all white people name yeah nothing wrong with That's it why. um and then wilberforce is like kind of like spurge and i think it was like a the name of somebody but i want to say like even if they had went with wilberforce as the first name it would have been better than spurgeon like yeah, at least they just could have called him will will or wilbur whatever but like spurge you only get spurge spurgy spurgy cousin those are the only nickname yeah. options you have like spurgeon got so so fucked i feel so bad for him the only good saving grace of all of this is that they aren't going to go to public school that's true. That so is that true. I won't ever won't. get daunted because they will only know other people who have either biblical or really fucked up weird names. True. That is true. That is that is good news. Um, but until it's still... the podcast Spurgeon the Sturgeon, Spurgeon the Surgeon comes out. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and I love how hateful Jessa is for using Hank for Henry. Oh yeah, no She's Hank, like, no Hank, and then immediately Ben's like. Oh, Hank. Hank. <laughs> Which I love that he was like, Hank's a nickname for Henry? I know. He's just, he do- they just don't know anything. No, Buddy has not used Google before. He's No, definitely not. <laughs> it's blocked on his phone. He spells um, Google G-O-G-L. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next episode is called A Boy or a Girl for Jill, um, which is kind of self-explanatory. They go and get their get their ultrasound and then they decide because they whenever a Duggar is having a baby they have to figure out like a whole like event about on how to announce baby's genitals gender yeah like what like do they have a penis or a vagina not even the gender the sex yeah do they have a penis or a vagina I mean it's it's good to know don't get me wrong like it's nice to know I mean it's exciting I'm not saying that but, yeah. like, do we really need to, like, fucking have a party every time we find out that our kid has a penis? Yeah, especially when you're planning to have, like, as many babies as God deems fit for you to birth. I can't imagine having to come up with a new idea every time. It's exhausting. And then, like, you have all of your other siblings who have done everything else under the moon, too. Like, um, Maybe that's no. why Jessa and Ben just always keep it a secret. And then they're just like, I mean, I get what that. did you see? Good for them. <laughs> Look at my for chicken me, wing. For me, I'm just going to, like, text everyone and be like, hey, it's a, it's a boy. Yeah, I mean, that seems reasonable. Like, yeah. keep the name a surprise. That's fine. Honestly, as much as I hate Jessa and Ben, like, Jessa is Jeremy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but she and him have it the right way of just kind of, oh, let's keep it a secret so then we yeah. don't have to fucking do eight gender reveal parties. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. Even though they talk about it constantly and, like, that's annoying, but it's less annoying than the, the constant party things. But for for this one, they decide to, like, get all the kids together and they do, like, a mystery scavenger hunt type thing. And it was just kind of a mess. And, like, I don't think it worked out as well as they had hoped it would. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, it's revealed that they're having another boy. So, yay. I do have to point out, did you freak out at Derek's hat like I did? It was bad. That, like, nasty fucking cowboy hat. He, yeah, it, he, Derek, like, really grosses me out 
for he's like so just like icky. he's so gross. He's just skeevy. He's I just, yeah, he is a hundred percent. Yeah, they're having another boy, and yeah. everyone we'll see. seems so disappointed. I feel like like Jill seemed disappointed when they were going to the the ultrasound. They were guessing, and she's like, "I'm pretty sure it's a girl." Um, and and I do get like gendered like the disappointment. Like I don't think that that that's like inherently wrong, but I do think mm-hmm. that like if you like maybe like don't be on a TV show about it and like <laughs> show your face of you being disappointed. And then the grandma, Derek's mom, was like, "I was wearing pink and hoping I would be a girl. Maybe next time I'll have to wear blue, so it'll be a girl." And it's like. Can't yeah. you just be, like, happy that your grandson is healthy and growing? Yeah. I mean, I get, like, wanting to have a mix of I do. I do. Genders. There's nothing wrong like, with that yeah, at all. I get that. But also, I think it was this episode, but it may have been the next episode. But I think it was this one because I think it was Derek who said, I'm going to guess boy because if yes. it is a boy, then I'm then they'll be offended that I thought they were a girl. Yes. Like, yeah, they're in utero. That. You're not seeing them. Also, being a girl's fine. Yeah. They're like, uh, I hated that too. And I was like, wow, yeah, because it's so, so wrong to be a boy or to be a girl. I yeah. mean, it is wrong to be a boy. Let's be real. It's fucking wrong. I don't know. This whole, this episode was very meh. It was just kind of filler, boring ass episode. And Austin's house goes under contract. So he's waiting right. for the closing so he can right. propose because yes. we all know that marriage is not real unless you've closed on five houses five houses or yeah it's not real uh let's so that goes into the last episode which is joy gets engaged these episode titles are like spoiler alerts they're really bad Um, they really are like you can't i just like it's this was the episode that i had the most all caps screaming in (laughs) because there were just so many gross things in it (laughs) there were there were um so one of the plots we'll get into the austin and joy stuff in a second one of the plots Mm -hmm. of this episode was jill and Derek are heading back to central america for a few months jill is pregnant but they plan she's like four months pregnant i think at this time and they Mm -hmm. plan to come back before the baby is born but they're they're just gonna move down there for like four months i don't i don't know the point like why why can't y'all just stay they don't need you that much down there for four months um so yeah um they're getting ready to go. They say that they're going to name their new baby boy Samuel, which, again, is a completely innocuous name. I have absolutely no reaction That's to fine. it, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Derek Miss- cuts all his hair off. Thank fucking God. Thank God. Um, yeah. And they do a dramatic goodbye, even though, like, literally, they're only going to be gone for a couple months. Like, yeah. It'll yeah. be fine, guys. Yeah. And Joy's, you have 18 other Joy's like, I'm so sad that Jill's not going to be here when I get proposed to. And it's like. Yeah. Wow. Mm. and ginger's so sad that she can't say goodbye to them it's like well you live somewhere you can else call you can text them and you're probably closer to them than everybody in arkansas probably honestly. true yeah that's true down on the border um yeah god yeah so there's lots of austin and joy stuff but mm-hmm. mostly it's that joy is going to come over to take jennifer and johanna horseback riding and then austin's going to propose to her and joy is being distracted by jessa Helping her clean the house, including the snot marks on the birthing couch. Will you please clean up my um, my vaginal mucus from when I gave birth to my child? Joy, please, before you go get proposed to, trying to distract you you with my birth couch. And my poop and my chicken wing baby that was there. Chicken wing baby poop. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's fucking gross. Like, mm, what? (laughs) Spurgeon. Another reason I think he's probably a serial killer is snot couch. Because he's the only one old enough to be doing it. And if fucking Ben is doing it, I was going to say, you know, like Ben needs to be taught those things. Like, does not know that that's not okay. He's the one who just stood there and ate that taco. Like, he just does things that, like, he's just on autopilot all the time. He constantly needs to be told, like, that is not human behavior. That is not good. You need to stop. He's like a dog. Which, like, I mean, Ben really fits into the family better because I was thinking about this. Like, as much as I hate Jeremy, like, the fact of the matter is, like, he went to public school, lived a pretty normal life, like, right. went to undergrad, has his master's degree, and then he married into the stupidest fucking family. Yeah. They're just really good at the Bible and nothing else. It's, like, creepishly predatory in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess if he wanted to be in that cult anyway. Yeah, whatever. I mean. to want it. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so after Joy cleans up the mucus and the poop, 
she goes and <laughs> they are going horseback riding. And when Austin was like explaining the whole process of everything, um, <laughs> he says, Joy and I harvested a deer earlier this year, so we're going to grill some of that meat. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, Jesus God. Christ. This is so opposite anything that I would ever like. I hate being outside for any capacity of time. So like, yeah, this is just my worst fucking nightmare. Yeah, I don't know. Like eating outside with a generator down a cliff from you is insane. Yeah, and it looked so fucking cold too. They were all like bundled up in like huge puffer jackets. It's like, why can't you guys go inside to eat? Yeah, like I get that you wanted the view, but also the view wasn't that great because it's like mid fucking winter. Yeah, it's not pretty. There are no leaves or anything. It's just yeah. fucking sticks. It's sticks and rocks. Yes. I cool. love you, sticks and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. She He had blindfolded her for oh, like a weirdly God. long amount Ew. of the hike. I know. He said, do you trust me? Can I blindfold you? And I'm like, God damn, are we like watching the Fifty Shades and I didn't know about it? What the fuck? It was like know. so creepy the way he said it. And he kept asking like, do you trust me? And like, no, There's not no. when you keep asking me that question. No, honestly. And she's like known you for a couple of years, but only like really started to be able to speak to you one on one for three months. Like, I don't know if anyone I don't should trust, trust you, you to blindfold me in the middle of the woods and take me somewhere. Yeah, like if the doggers had any sense, they'd be like, "Are you going to kill me?" Because that kind of sounds like you're going to kill me. Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah, they get. He proposes. She says yes. Of course. They eat dinner, bundled up in their puffer jackets. And did they have dinner without a chaperone? Because it kind of looked like they didn't have. They didn't I don't know. They had because there were people out there, and I, it was kind of hard to keep track of like where all of them were. So I'm sure there were probably some people like. Yeah, out in the woods, um, <laughs> watching him from a distance. And I watched like a little bit of the after show stuff. And uh-huh. when he proposed to her and he said, "Can I give you a side hug?" That was the first time they had ever side hugged. Yeah, I think that Joy and Austin were like really strict about their. They roles. didn't even hold hands. Yeah, yeah, um, which is crazy. I don't know, Austin. So Joy and Austin, it, it's hard for me because I je- like in watching them. I think in future seasons too. I think of. All of the Duggar couples, they are one of the better matched sets in terms mm-hmm. of just, like, personality and stuff like that. But first of all, the, especially Joy, young as fuck. Yeah. Um, and so, and I don't know, something about Austin, like, really, like, rubs me the wrong way. And his, like, I don't know he what just, it is. He just feels like, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> had a whole lot of Austining, but mm-hmm. thus far, he just seems to be, like, Oh, I'm gonna do as my told do as I'm told, and I'm gonna make money, and that's my life. That's what yeah. my purpose is in life. Yeah, is and it's like, to oh god, obey and earn. Great. But yeah, so this whole episode and season wraps up with Joe asking Pastor Caldwell to court mm-hmm. Kendra. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say, I think Joe, not counting Ben, because Ben's not an actual blood dugger. Yeah, I think Joe to <laughs> me not is a blood dugger. <laughs> not a blood dugger. Joe to me, and I feel like kind of mean saying this, but whatever. He's like the dumbest. Like he, whenever I f- watch him, like speaking in his interviews, like it literally looks like it's painful for him to form sentences. Like he's just yeah. so simple. Like he's when just... they ask him like the three word things, he's usually like, uh... "Good." Like he doesn't know <laughs> three words. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like it's like painful to watch him try to speak. Um, but yeah, so it has him asking pa- Pastor Caldwell for permission to court Kendra. Um, and he's, and when they interviewed Pastor Caldwell, he said, we've probably talked to Joe about this subject for 60 hours. What the fuck do, like, what is there to talk about for 60 hours about? Like, I don't know. I don't want to talk to anyone for 60 no, hours. No, about anything. That's a like, long, I think except for, we've no. talked for 60 hours yeah. over 33 episodes. Yeah. About <laughs> trash. Yeah. Which is good. That's fine. But like 60 hours, um, I, I, first of all, I highly doubt that. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like an hour. Um, but first of all, how, like, I don't know how Joe would be able to have 60 hours worth of conversation with anyone, like, over the p- course of his whole life. Maybe it's just that he went and, like, helped them flip a house and they're counting those, like, eight hours of him with a hammer just, like, hitting stuff as talking. Yeah, it's like, we were with him for 60 hours and we talked about it every day I was with him, so... (laughs) Yeah, it was just him being like, hey, Joe, so, you know, are you godly? And he's like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. So one of the, the creepy quotes that I also heard during this time was Jessa was talking a little bit about Kendra. And she was like, yeah, when I first met Kendra, I was pretty sure I was going to be end up being related to her in some way. So it's nice to see like how it's working out. And it's like, what the fuck? Can you imagine just being like, yeah, there's this person that probably one of my siblings will marry at some point. Probably like, no. Well, and now they're going to be double related if all the rumors are true about well, the yes. other Caldwell girl. Yes, the, uh, Kendra's younger sister just, I think it's official, I don't know if it's officially official, but like broke off her engagement with some rando fundy and everyone. Titus Andronicus. Titus, Titus <laughs> the rando fundy. And everyone is has always kind of guessed that she would end up with one of the Duggar boys because she's like always hanging out with them. She's always there. And it could be because like Kendra is part of it, but she like even when Kendra's not with them, like she's just hanging out with the Duggar family. So everyone's been like, okay, which of the Duggar boys is going to get Lauren Caldwell? And then all of a sudden fucking Titus comes out of nowhere and now it's over though. So Duggar boys got a chance mm-hmm. to double, double Caldwell double dip that Caldwell. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so what would they, what would their children be? Cousins and cousins? Like double cousins. Double cousins. <laughs> double cousins. Double first so, cousins. I have a question to ask. Are Jedediah and Jeremiah married? To, no, are married to anyone or no. courting? Do you no. think they're only going to be courting other twins? I think that'd be awesome. Like only Fundy twins. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's interesting because I think like um, a couple of uh, like a few weeks ago it was released that Justin Duggar was courting, which is like three or four Duggars down the line. So kind of out of nowhere. And everyone had kind of been waiting for Jed or Jay or to, one of them has to court soon. But like, no, it, nothing's coming out. So who knows? Weird. Who knows? Maybe they're gay too. Maybe they're gay. But, well, I don't want to get into that because that's, that's, there's some really funny. So Jed just ran for office in Arkansas. Yeah. He lost. Poor Jed. But oh, um, I think because... Enough. Because, I mean, that he couldn't run for office while still living at mommy and daddy's house. Like, that doesn't look great. So Jim Bob let him move out, which is, like, usually only reserved for people who are married. But he only let him move out if Jeremiah moved with him. And they share a bedroom and they have t- twin beds right next to each other in their apartment. Holy shit. Like, I'm not kidding. This is literally in a later episode. So shit, man. <laughs> it's so oh good. Oh, my God. So good. Holy shit, that's wild. That's wild. It's so good. Um, I, I, that's better than I could have imagined, honestly. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for that. That really brightened my day. That's all I, that's all I'm here to do is to brighten your day. Thank you. <laughs> but well, yeah, I think that about wraps up this season. Do you have any other thoughts you'd like to not. express? I do not. I, this, I feel like these seasons are getting real repetitive. I, I mean, like yeah, that's the, all before. that's the problem is like, first of all, they use flashbacks all the time, which is annoying. But second of all, like, there's only so many things that these people can do. They can get married. They can have a baby. And like, it's just seeing those same like combinations of things happen over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the reason that like other families like, oh, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> the other families like the Kardashians and all of the like crazy people is because they're going out and doing stuff. Doing and, shit. Like, getting drunk and being stupid and so it's fun to watch and just like vibe right with. exactly but the Duggars don't have any fun they, except they can't for their, they their cannot fucking tarp the tarp fun yeah on thursdays at 2 p.m only yeah yeah in taunty town taunty town tarp time sounds like the <laughs> ultimate fun oh my god it's all teas taunty town tarp time thursday tuesday would be a little bit better at 2 yeah. p.m oh my god wow 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 Wow. Blessed. It was God's plan. (laughs) But yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, Like we said earlier, we love hearing from you guys um, and we loved getting those emails. So if you have any feedback at all about anything we've talked about, if you have any other Duggar dish to give us, like anything you have to say at all, we are here to Mm -hmm. listen. You can shoot us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And we are on all of the social medias at TV Literate. And we would love to hear from you there. We love it when you guys comment and like our stuff mm-hmm. and send us random posts of crazy Duggar shit. Um, yes. And uh, leave us a rate, a rating and review if you like us. Because, you know, that's we're 
we're starting to grow a little a little community here, guys. Yeah, it's really exciting. And so and we're like so thankful to everyone who has supported us and has listened to us or done anything in any way, interacted in any way. Like it literally makes our day every time and every we're time. we're just so excited about continuing to grow this community and continuing on with the show. So please tell your friends, spread the word, leave reviews, anything you want. We yeah. love you guys. We do. We love you. And we're just glad that there are other people in the world out there who love to watch trashy TV. Hell yes. We will not stop. We <laughs> will not stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. But we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.